Hi, you're listening to Creatives Making Money, the podcast for creative service providers on a mission to do the work they feel called to and make excellent money while they do it. This is a show for the writers, makers, dreamers, doers, creators, artists, the crazy ones, the ones who are determined to consciously build the life and career of their dreams. Here, we don't just believe in getting your dream job. We believe in creating it. So what does creative success look like? How do we live a fully expressed, abundant life? How do we create the revenue we desire and hold space for our soul projects? That's precisely what we're here to talk about. I'm your host, Jamie Jensen, award-winning screenwriter, conversion copywriter, former agency founder and CEO, serial entrepreneur, and shameless creator. No matter where you are in your creative and financial journey, I'm here to help you create like you mean it. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Creatives Making Money. I am gradually coming back after a very long hiatus and felt inspired to share a bit more behind the scenes of like business and life and creativity and what's going on. And this really, the intention of this is really sharing the vulnerable why behind some of the decisions that I've made and that I make in business as a creative making money. So I kind of want to start by explaining a bit about my process when it comes to business and money creation. And I want to also just mention that like I offer all of this without any, well, this is the right way and this is the wrong way, kind of shaming other ways of operating or other ways that folks tend to operate who are not me. And I don't think that there is a right or wrong And the reason I say that is because as a creative making money, here's the beautiful thing. You get to do it your way. You get to decide what's supportive to you. You get to decide how to create additional revenue streams or core revenue streams. You get to decide what services you want to offer or not offer. You get to decide. You get to decide all of that. But circling back to what I wanted to start with, which is I I want to explain a bit about my process when it comes to business and money creation because I'm a bit unconventional and I operate counterintuitively in certain areas. And I encourage a lot of my clients to lean into that counterintuitive process as well. It does not mean that you can't do things your own way throughout the process of living in a counterintuitive way and doing business in a counterintuitive way. But the clients who learn to follow and trust this process that I work with also get really exceptional results. So the first thing that I want to be totally transparent about is that I don't always know where my next client is coming from. I don't always know what the next project is. I don't always know how much money I'm going to make month to month. I don't always know anything. (laughs) The only thing I know is what's true for me, what I'm excited about, and what my next steps are. And then I take those next steps. This can really mess people up a little bit sometimes. And I'm I'm saying this too because it's messed me up also. I have had so many moments of shame and self-judgment, thinking that I'm supposed to do business differently or thinking that it's supposed to look a different way or there are things I should have had. You know, I've been in business a decade. That's a long time. And there's definitely, I could create a story around like, but I don't know. I don't know these things. I feel like by now I should know. By now I should have certainty. By now I should know 
exactly what I want to do next month and I should know exactly how who where my next client's coming from like there are just things that I should know by now I should know and that's a judgment that's a judgment of what is true what is true is that I don't know and everything else is really a judgment and I'm sharing this because you might be able to relate to this or this might feel like something you've been through where whether you've been in business six months, one year, three years, 10 years, 20 years, there are ups and downs. And certainty is not something that we often get to have in business. I'm not saying there aren't ways that you can create, you know, stable sources of revenue and diversifying your income streams and all of that is doable and possible. And by the way, I'm not shaming it. There are different ways that I've chosen that and done that in different seasons of business. But ultimately, I never know what's going to work out, what's not going to work out, what's going to happen in a month or two months or three months or six months. I never really know. And I, I really want to be transparent about this because I think that a lot of, a lot of coaches sell that like certainty. And it doesn't mean that, that there aren't excellent results and that doesn't mean that like I do things willy-nilly and there are no practical steps. It's a combination of both. But in life and business, there really are no guarantees. And I think that this is this is kind of part of the ultimate work you have to do and live within and accept when you choose. Um, I mean, maybe your soul chose this. Maybe you didn't choose this. But your human is still saying yes to what your soul is guiding you to. And you are still consciously and of your own free will responsibly choosing to be an entrepreneur, to be a creative making money, right? To be operating in a way that might be against the grain, that might be different, that might be counterintuitive to what our culture wants. And I mean, look, right now, a lot of people have side hustles, right? Like there's a high percentage of folks who have side hustles, have other ways of creating revenue or creative projects, right? It's not unusual now for someone to create additional monetization streams or services, even if it's on top of something that they're doing professionally. And it doesn't mean that they get all the certainty in the world all the time. It's just not true. So again, this doesn't mean that I'm creating willy-nilly. It doesn't mean that there are no practical business approaches. You know, the programs I've created are practical. They have steps and they get results for people. And they and like as a coach, I always have created results with my clients. And as a copywriter, as a messaging strategist, like on all those levels, right? I, I also want to say that I understand the business value of creating various types of cash flow things like monthly recurring revenue and and other uh, just diversifying income, right? And I have done that. <laughs> and then I've not done that. <laughs> you know, the counterintuitive approach ultimately is following my intuition, following what's true. And if I don't want it anymore, I don't do it. It doesn't matter how hard I worked to create something. If I don't want it anymore, I stop. And sometimes that means kissing money goodbye because there are things I value more than money. And I know that that is shocking. (laughs) How can you be a business coach who values things more than money? This is just ultimately what it comes down to for me. I love money, I love business, I love creativity, I love spirituality, I love intuition, I love myself, I love my clients. 
money does not rule how I operate. It never has, and I I really think it never is going to. That is counterintuitive to how a business is quote-unquote supposed to run, right? It's supposed to be about money and profit margins and making the most money you can make, which I have nothing against, by the way. I have absolutely nothing against that. But I'll be honest with you, as I have taken time to process why I shut my business down and like ceased all of the programs I was running about a year ago, I had so many stories about why I did it and everyone really wanted to know why I was doing it and what was next and what was happening and what what was going on and was I okay and I'm like, I... I had a lot of stories and I also, you know, I burned down my copywriting agency in 2017 and and again, folks asked, why did you do it? Why, why, why? And I've made up a lot of stories why. I've said a lot of different things on podcasts and to friends and within conversations, you know, I have certainly spun a lot of different versions and what I want to offer on this is like, it doesn't mean that none of them were true. What I've come to realize is that there were a lot of answers, right? Like one thing that I would say is true for those, for both of those, you know, decisions was that I had work to do to shift relational dynamics within myself and within my business. This is true. At both access points of saying, I have to shut this down, there were relational dynamics within myself and within my business that weren't working. It could have been like my relational dynamic with money, my relational dynamic with team, my relational dynamic with like how I was leading myself, all of the above. All of that is true, right? Another thing that's true is that I wanted, this is especially true for my decision last year, I wanted to separate my self-value from my success. I wanted to separate my self-value from my success. I didn't want those things to be smushed together I didn't want to feel like I was a failure every time something didn't didn't work out the way that I wanted it to or I didn't get the result that I wanted and I also didn't want to feel like my whole value was about the success that I've created because that's also true (laughs) like I have created a lot that successful I have created a lot of success in my own business and my clients businesses like a lot but I didn't want my sense of self to be so attached to that. I also wanted to see what would happen if I gave myself the permission to burn it down. I just wanted to see what would, what would happen. What what would naturally want to emerge for me? What would I actually desire to do? What would come next without me pressuring it or saying this is the smart thing? Like, okay, what next? I also wanted to explore the threads of workaholism and addiction in my business, right? Where am I getting a dopamine hit because this client said yes or this customer said yes or I'm getting really good feedback from you know this person there's a certain excitement especially with like the use of social media marketing and just the excitement of like putting a launch together and putting it out there there's a lot of vulnerability and there's a lot of excitement it can generate and that is like a whole brain chemical cocktail and I wanted to explore for myself what it felt like to just have silence and take a beat from marketing and sales I had the cash to take a beat and I decided that was what I wanted to do and I wanted to see what was what would happen if I did that, right? 
So this is also true. I wanted to see how my relationship to my writing and creativity changed when I had less responsibility to my business. If I just like let some of that go and I had less responsibility for a short period of time, how would my relationship with my creativity change? Would I become more creative? Would I become less creative? Would I want to write more? Would I want to write less? Would I have more ideas? Would I feel more free to do the work that I, you know, am excited about and joyful? Like all of these things that we make up about like, oh, I'm doing this because I have to for money. I'm doing this because, right? It's like that pressure of like the capitalistic engine. I really wanted to take a minute to say, okay, I'm making this decision that is not financially practical in the big picture of what I consider to be financially practical. But the truth in my body is this is a pause I need to figure this out for myself. And like, here's what's funny. It didn't change my relationship to my creativity. It didn't. The flow just kept flowing when it flowed and it didn't flow when it didn't flow. And like, I let myself unfold that in its own way. So the truth is it was an experiment. It was all an experiment. It wasn't like, well, here's my plan. I had no plan. <laughs> I had no plan. I had a lot of ideas. There were certainly a lot of things my ego wanted to make up about it. Like, oh, well, maybe if you just let this go, then X, Y, Z. This sort of belief that we can hold on to that's like, is the universe holding other things from us because of the commitments we have? If we say yes to if we say yes to building something that we have more control over is it because we are not willing to have more uncertainty in these areas of life we can't control and don't control it are the greater powers that be keeping things from you because you're not willing to have this much level of surrender like this was a genuine question i was asking myself it was like a spiritual overarching how is it going to feel what's going to happen so it was an experiment for me and the thing is, ultimately, I did it because I wanted to. <laughs> that doesn't mean that it was emotionally easy. It doesn't mean that I like wanted to and I was joyful. There was grief. There was a process. I still am like, why did I do that? That's crazy, right? I have judgments about it that I call it crazy. Like, it is crazy. I do crazy things. I live counterintuitively. This is just part of, part of what it is to live an authentic life for me. So I did it because it felt true. And it wasn't about doing the smart thing. It was about doing the true thing. And what I've realized, and I'm sharing this because maybe maybe it also resonates with you. Maybe you also relate to this or you relate to having these urges, but you don't give yourself the permission to, to, to action on them. I have built a lot of things in my life and created a lot of things. And sometimes I do them because they're just true and they need to come out of me. Sometimes I do them just to prove that I can, not to anyone else, but just to myself. And then sometimes after I create something and I've built it and I see that I can do it or I see that it's like, oh, this is a job I can do or this is the thing I can create, I realize I don't actually want the next few steps that are logical to take after that. And I don't even necessarily want to keep it. So I shift. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sharing this because like that's okay. It's okay to do that. It's not like – it's really human to do that, actually. That's just how life is, right? And so the best metaphor that I can come up with for this is imagine that you're walking in a forest and all you see is like beautiful lush trees around you and they're just, you're in a forest and you're walking and you're like, ooh, I want to walk to that tree and I want to walk to that tree and that's what you can see and so you're walking to the tree. Then let's say there's like you get to the 10th tree 
in your walk and you, you, you see this beautiful sparkling lake ahead of you and now you're like, ooh, I mean, I could keep walking in the trees, but now I see the lake. Now I want the lake. And then you go to the lake and you like take a swim in the lake. But before you saw the lake, you didn't even know that there was a lake. You didn't want to swim in the lake. You, you're just, you didn't know. So you couldn't have planned for that or plotted for that or made that decision. You just were like walking in the forest. And then, and then the perspective changes as you change, as you walk forward, what you see is different. Your purview changes, your perspective changes, your, your line of sight changes, right? You're like your vista literally changes. And so as you grow and change, your perspective changes. And then what you desire changes because what becomes possible and what becomes available to you changes. So you might not know that you didn't want to just like keep hanging out in the trees until you got to the 10th tree and then you were like, oh, look, a lake. And then maybe after you swim in the lake, you see that there's like a mountain you could climb or you there's like a little area near the lake where you can lay down and sunbathe. And, and then you're like, have a decision. Do you want to like go to the trees or do you want to sunbathe or do you want to climb a mountain? And then you have options you didn't have before or you have things you see that you didn't have before and so you make a different choice. You know, when I was working in feature film development and I was exceptional at that work and definitely could have chosen that as a career path for myself, it came to the conclusion I was, I was like not enjoying being an assistant in Hollywood. It was not a fun experience. I love storytelling. I love stories. I'm excellent at story development, obviously, but I realized I didn't want the next job that came right? Like I didn't want a promotion. I was like, I'm working my ass off, but I don't even want the thing that comes after this. I don't even, why am I going to do this when I don't even want the next thing? I don't want, I don't want the next version of this. That's like not actually what I want for my life. And so when I knew that I made a choice to leave, my boss didn't want me to leave. He was actually threatened by me leaving. He was also like a little bit abusive and probably felt very abandoned by my decision to be like, this is not for me. And then he eventually came around to being kind and like offering to help me and respecting my decision. But the reason that I bring this up isn't because like Hollywood can be toxic and XYZ. It's because I didn't know what I didn't know until I knew. And I think that there's a really big desire to like spin a big story around that and be like, well, here's my perfect story and here's the marketing story for you. Like I did X, Y, Z and now my life is perfect and now I know all the things. I know exactly what I'm doing and I know exactly where my next clients are coming from all the time and my life is perfect and I have a million dollars and I fly a private jet and don't you want to be like me? And that's like not the story. And also I don't even have a perfect like internal exploration story for you. I'm on a journey. I'm always learning more things. I am a teacher of many things and I am a student of many things at the same time. And that is the journey. And there's many, many things that are true. It doesn't mean that like one of them is false and one of them is true and one, right? I don't even know what the sexiest the sexiest story version of this would be. I just know that sometimes we want things to be neat and clean and have finite answers and explanations and we want them to make sense and we want them to be tidy and sometimes they don't. Sometimes the best you have is I just don't want to and like I don't even know. 
And sometimes that's enough. And you just, you wait until you have clarity. You, you move in the direction that's exciting to you. You take the next scary leap and you just move to the next thing that's calling to you. That's true. It doesn't always have to fit into a perfect business model for you to have what ultimately becomes a successful business. I've been living this way for a very long time and making quite a significant amount of money and serving at quite a high level and getting results for clients and like providing a lot of value. And so I offer this reflection as you don't have to do it any other way. If you're someone who's like, what I really want is like to have space and also clients. And what I really want is to like have fun with my marketing and like provide services and products and offers that are of value to the world. And what I really want is, you know, I don't want to build this person's business model or this person's business model or this person's business model. I'm not saying you should do it my way. I'm saying that your way might also feel counterintuitive and that's okay. That's enough, right? Right now from where I'm sitting, I'm watching myself slowly desiring to rebirth a lot of programs that I've led before some of which were my absolute favorite some of which are just like oh I really want to be able to offer that again it feels really exciting to me in this season again I feel it feels really open it feels different it feels true in a way that it didn't before or in the moment it doesn't mean like it will always feel that way it means like well right now this is this is what's true and so I'm watching what wants to come back to life, which is fascinating to witness because it feels like it feels like I'm living this case study of, you know, giving yourself the permission to go on whatever journey you need to go on. And like it's not about what you get out of it. It's about the permission. And I think that this is sort of ultimately one of the big things that I teach business-wise is like if you allow yourself to operate in the counterintuitive way, like put your creative projects first, put your creative self first, put your intuition first really give it more space than you're giving the shoulds and the have-tos and the practicals, you actually are able to unfold a better result for yourself and a better experience of business and life. This is like very important for creative folks, for writer entrepreneurs who have projects on their heart that are not just their client projects. There's nothing wrong with client projects. I'm working on one right now that I'm delighted by. And, And there's more right? So I don't know the how it's all going to unfold. I never really do. And I haven't for 10 years. (laughs) But I'm still in business and I'm still a business owner. And like, this is the truth. Maybe everyone who says they know is lying or making best guesses or just being like, well, this is what the data would indicate. So maybe that's just the difference between me and every other business coach out there is like, I know what I know, and I don't even pretend to know the rest of the things I don't know. So I just, this is my invitation and offering as well to like give yourself permission to put your creative projects first, to put what lights your soul on fire in the best way, not like in a, oh my God, I'm burning this hurts way, to put that first and to trust that the rest can figure itself out 
The rest is figure outable. The rest is largely unpredictable and uncertain. And there are really only a handful of practical things you can even do to ensure positive results. And so we will do those things and we will let the rest go. This is also part of the craft and cash flow coaching method and the way that I coach and the way that I teach is we have to look at a few things really specifically. The practical steps, what you desire and actually want to create and what's true for you to create. Like, do you really want it? How badly do you want it? What are you willing to do? And it doesn't mean that there's like a right or wrong answer. Like maybe you're willing to work 12 hours a day. That's fantastic. Maybe you're willing to work four. That's also fantastic. There's no better or worse. It's just what's true for you. What are the practical steps to do, right? Like what is the practical? And then looking at the practical reality too of like, well, what haven't you done and why? And we also have to look at your capacity. Like who are you right now and what is your genuine capacity in this season? You might be living in a season where you have a ton of capacity. You have lots of time to yourself. Maybe you're a single person with no children. Maybe you're just like in an energetic state. Maybe you have like a little extra cash flow in your pocket that you're, you can, you know, invest in more support or you can like take your time with certain things and that gives you capacity. There's different seasons, you know, if you're in a season of like deep transition, deep grief, if you're in a season of like adjusting to having a baby, right? There's like a lot of different seasons we live through. And so part of the the three-step process in my coaching methodology is like every strategy and plan you create for yourself has to follow this three-step process and as we examine your results and look at how you're doing we're going to always take those three things into account right it's going to be okay let's look at the practical realities what's the energetic reality your emotions your capacity and like what is the desire and what is the willingness around the desire so those are the three areas that we're always checking in on. And so again, you know, if I kind of backtrack everything that I shared in this podcast, for example, in terms of why, my why, why did I do that? Why did I burn things down? And like, what's the secret? The secret is I wanted to. (laughs) And then there's 10 reasons why, and maybe there'll be more. And maybe in a year, I'll have more perspective that I didn't have today that I can be like, well, I realize now I don't have that. I don't have that. Maybe I never will. So yeah, the offering is we look at all of those areas. And so if we backtrack through my story, we're going to look at like my capacity shrank for a minute. We can look at I had a different desire. So I took action on a different desire. We can look at what were the practical things I was willing and not willing to do. We can look at like all of those pieces sort of come into play. So like what did I want? I wanted space to explore. What was I willing to do? I was willing to make sacrifices and end programs and refund money and like and be sad about it in order to give myself that. Did I have the emotional capacity? Did I have like enough of a cash flow runway to like give myself a couple months? I did. It was still scary. By the way, I was terrified. It's not like I did this and then in January, February, March, I was like, like I was so scared I was like very scared it didn't even matter that like it I was just scared but it was true so 
you want to ask yourself, right, in every season, what is the desire? What are you willing and able to do? What is your genuine emotional and energetic capacity? And what are the practical steps? That's the, this is a cyclical process we work through seasonally in crafting cash flow with a process and a system for prioritizing your creative work around what you are building, right? And so you might have a vague creative project. It might be like, I don't know, I just have this thing. You could have a novel, you could have a screenplay, you could have a pilot, you could have a, some kind of book. It could even be related to your business, but it's this project on your heart that's like not part of your day-to-day operations. It's just like a, outside of your day-to-day operations. It's outside of your immediate marketing and sales work and like client delivery work and so it it sort of stands apart from everything else you're doing and and requires a mode switch it requires a different mind for you to sit down because it's either a longer form project or it's sort of amorphous and you're exploring it maybe it's a book if that's where you are I can support you with it and there is a system and process that can help and it again we are still always honoring your desire, your capacity, and the practical. This is not like hustle 24-7, like absolutely not. So if this is you, if you are in a season of like ready for some support with like the challenge of holding the counterintuitive and prioritizing your creative self while also nurturing and growing your business, if you're in a season of desiring that support with living counterintuitively and like establishing the muscle of trust building processes and systems in your business around you know around your creative self and really finding what's already working for you and amplifying it because that's one of my superpowers is looking at what's already happening and being able to say this is where you can amplify revenue this is where you can get the most out of your energetic input and time so that like things are kind of naturally happening you know to benefit you and to benefit the business without you putting in a lot more. It could be like restructuring. It could be, there's a lot of different ways this can look. And I actually go through all of this in my craft and cash flow method workshop. So um, if you are interested in any of that, or if you want to come to the workshop and go through this process and kind of make a plan, a rough plan for quarter one or for 2023 in general that prioritizes your creative self like what is the practical action step for this and go through this process with me i am leading a live private workshop for approved applicants of my craft and cash flow program and you're absolutely invited to apply you're absolutely invited to join us if you have a strong desire to come to this workshop but you're like anxious about applying for a year-long mastermind program just slide into my DMs or fill out the application and just let me know that in the application. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm at Jamie Lynn Jensen, J-A-M-I-E-L-Y-N-N-J-E-N-S-E-N. You can slide into my DMs and just say crafting cash flow and I'll be like, okay, cool, let's talk about it. Are you interested in the workshop? On the workshop, it's gonna be a small live private thing only for accepted applicants or folks who are interested in this process who have a soul project and a business and want to work on both and be held in the both and be supported and coached in the both. And on the workshop, we're going to do about an hour of like, you are going to work through the process on your own, like 
on your own business, on your own stuff. I'm going to walk you through each step. We're going to, you know, there's going to be some teaching, some workshopping, and then there's going to be time for you to ask questions and get coached as well. So you're going to get just a lot of like support with creating this for yourself. So yeah, applications for Craft and Cashflow are open for 2023 enrollment now. And in it, we're going to work on growing your business, nurturing your creativity to accomplish your soul projects. Like I said, spots are going to be very limited. So if you're listening to this and you're like, yes, I want to apply, where do I go? You can go to my Instagram and DM me and I will send you the link. You can also go to thejamiejensen.com slash craft dash and dash cash flow. So it's thejamiejensen.com, which is J-A-M-I-E-J-E-N-S-E-N.com, V-T-E-H-E-J-A-M-I-E-J-E-N-S-E-N.com slash craft dash and dash cash flow. You can apply there and approved applicants will be invited into this live private workshop. It's November 16th. It's going to be a really, really, really beautiful experience. So I highly recommend you don't miss out on it, especially if you're feeling like you just need the help to, to start to see the picture of how it can come together and how it can feel good for you and, and really be led by what's true for you and not like some gross blueprint system structure that isn't for you right now. So I will conclude this episode just by saying, if you feel like you are living business counterintuitively, you're not alone. If you feel a desire for more creative spaciousness and freedom in your business, you're not alone. If you desire to lead your business prioritizing creative space and freedom, we can do that. And even if you are a done-for-you service provider, there are ways we can structure your marketing and your service delivery so that you have more creative space and freedom for whatever it is, whether it's new business creation, which is often sometimes what I work with my clients on, or if it is a creative personal soul project that just wants to be birthed, or if it's both or all of those things. Just know that you're not alone. Support exists. And this is this is really what I specialize in. So do not hesitate. It's the jamiejensen.com slash craft and cash flow or at Jamie Lynn Jensen on Instagram. Slide into me at DMs. If you loved this episode, please subscribe, share, leave a review. <laughs> I'm excited to be bringing Creators Making Money back to life. And if there's anything you want to see in future episodes, also don't hesitate to slide into my DMs and let me know. I am there. I want to hear from you. And I am sending you so, so, so much love. That's all for today. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Creatives Making Money. If you found value in this episode, please don't go anywhere before leaving a rating, review, and subscribing. Also, sharing how you connected with this episode really makes my day. So please, please, please tag me on Instagram at Jamie Lynn Jensen and let me know how this episode helped you. And as always, create like you mean it.